At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. And welcome in. Happy Friday. Dan Leach in again for my girl, Storm Tony. She's been a world traveler and a fill-in traveler and doing everything, but it's always an honor to fill in for the great Storm Tony. We got a big show for you to get you ready for tonight. Obviously, golf over the weekend, baseball, UFC in the UK, horses are in a solid day myself at Saratoga, opening up the card with an 11-to-1 shot. So, uh... Feeling good about the uh, the weekend at Saratoga. Big horse racing guy uh, at Saratoga is, other than like the Triple Crown stuff and the Breeders' Cup and a few other things here and there, the best place to bet, the best place to go. Uh, and horses, as I've said on, on this show, on various shows that I do at Visa, on my award-winning Detroit City cast, uh, I have said that there's no better value than betting horses. And golf and a couple other things. It's not like you can't make money betting uh football and baseball and, and other you know great sports but the value the most value baseball or excuse me horse racing and golf we got a big show for you tonight coming up in a little bit Derek Cardi MLB and NFL fantasy and betting analyst will join us my man I, I still own some Coney dogs from our stupid Villanova Michigan bet in the NCAA tournament I think I got I think I got fleeced on that one my man Ryan Rothstein fellow CityCast host he will join us, host the Philadelphia CityCast and Sports Radio, WIP, and Lou Finicaro, MMA handicapper and a host of Bout Business, the Bout Business podcast, will join us to talk UFC a little later in the show. But lots to get to here off the jump. Uh, are we calling this Dance Digest, Dance Dignified uh, Diggers? I've got some baseball for you. And before I get into my place for today, it's something that I, I've, I've expounded upon a lot on the various shows that I've done on Visa as well as my own show. And I think it's important. I mean, you can, I don't think you can say this enough because maybe someone's watched it for the first time or someone hadn't heard this before. When it comes to betting sports in general, but definitely baseball, lines, of course, move all the time. And, you know, I might give out a play on my city cast that comes out early in the morning on a certain day. The line might move a half run, a run, a run and a half, two runs, two and a half runs. Uh, by the time that it gets to, you know, when you hear it or when you're thinking about betting it, if it's a money line type situation, it could move from minus 120 to minus 140, minus 150, et cetera, et cetera, and vice versa on the positive, uh, you know, underdog run lines or money line side. So it's important to know kind of ranges you want to take a, a wager in and when it's too late and also ways to hedge certain things uh, and also take the other side sometimes because 
especially with baseball and there being so many games and each game doesn't mean nearly as much as a basketball hockey game. It definitely is not as much as a football game. It's important to know that lines are going to move. And with baseball, I bet a lot of baseball like early, sometimes overnight lines as well, which is such a great thing with all the legal sports betting apps around the country right now. And of course in Vegas as well, where you can bet legally. So I'm going to give you some of the plays that I have for today, but unfortunately a lot of them have moved and I'll give you ranges uh, which I always like to do and let you know if I would still take it at a certain number. Uh, these are all totals, so it's going to be easy. It's not about money, you know, laying 150, laying 160, something like that. But the first game, and I, I love this game, it's the Padres and the Mets. And it's Scherzer, you know, coming back from the injury concerns. Uh, you know, he obviously has been one of the best pitchers in baseball when healthy uh, for a long time. This is the 7-10 Eastern game, by the way, uh, out of the break for the Padres and the Mets. Scherzer 6-1 with a 2-2-2 ERA. You Darvish for the pods, 8-4 with a 3-4-1 ERA. Now, I got this game at 6.5, uh, you know, over 6.5, minus 110. But, of course, we have had some major movement on that, and it's it's up to 7. It's actually down a little bit from the juice you had to pay. It's minus 117 on the over. It's minus 103 on the under. I still like it up to 7. Let me explain why. Obviously, if you didn't bet it earlier, you're losing the value of that half run, where if they get to 7, that would be a win. But... The good news for you is if you get to seven, it's a push. So you're not going to lose. If this was, for example, you know, I gave it out at seven and it went to seven and a half. That's going to be a stay away from me in a lot of situations because you can't, you, you can't get to seven and a half to push. It, it's got to be eight. So obviously you would win at eight, but you would lose if it gets to seven. And, you know, I gave it out at seven and it, it goes to seven and a half. So just something to, you know, keep in your arsenal. I know many people watching know this kind of stuff, uh, but maybe there's some more novice and newer baseball betters. You got to understand that over a course of a year, it might not seem like a big deal, but if you're taking a game at minus 110 as opposed to minus 117, and you compound that throughout the year, whether you're betting $5 or $500, it's a massive, massive difference. So that's uh, just something important to keep in your arsenal when you're betting to keep you profitable. That's what we try to do here for you uh, at Visa and on my guys in the desert. So I like the over six and a half, now it's seven with the Padres and the Mets. Also, Rangers A's. I like that at over seven. Got that at over seven. The Rangers and A's will get going uh, for their uh, two games, both those teams' first games after the break. Uh, or, uh, the A's obviously played yesterday uh, in that doubleheader against the Tigers, and they will stay at home. The Tigers, no Friday game today, by the way, because of this late start to the season. And it's Howard for Texas, one and one with a 6 9 7 ERA. Irvin for Oakland uh, with a 3 2 1 ERA. And that line has, unfortunately, if you haven't taken it, moved to seven and a half. At a lot of spots right now. So for me, even though it's over seven and a half, even money, I would only take that at up to seven. So that will be a stay away because I think it's going to be right around that number. Uh, I mean, I don't want seven would be the push and obviously eight would be a win. But of course, seven now would be a loss if you're taking it at over seven and a half. Also, Guardians and White Sox. The Guardians, interestingly, you know, after not scoring a lot of runs for a long time, have been scoring a lot of runs lately. And, uh, you know, especially they played by Detroit Tigers. It, it, I got it over eight. And this is a matchup between Quantrill for the Indians, six and five with a three, seven, five ERA and Giolito for the White Sox, six and five with a four, six, nine ERA. And that has moved to eight and a half. Uh, right now, I'm seeing eight and a half minus 108 at Bat Rivers and around that uh, at, at DraftKings. Uh, so you're, you're getting that, at, you know, eight and a half and you're paying less money. The minus 105 there, as you can see. Uh, but to me, this is a, a game that I'm taking an eight and I'm not taking an eight and a half. It's too bad it wasn't a seven and a half and went to eight, but I would stay away from that. If you're, if you're able to find or even buying the half run, if you're able to you know get down to eight or find it at eight, I would take it. I don't like it otherwise. And then Blue Jays and Red Sox. And unfortunately, there's no way you can take this game now unless you bet it earlier in the day. I got this at eight and a half and it immediately early in the morning went crazy up to 10 and I'm seeing it, uh, you know, it's kind of volleyball around 9 or 10. It's Gaussman for the Blue Jays, 6 and 7 with a 287 ERA. And Nathan Avaldi for the uh, the Red Sox. Four, I got some friends, by the way, that'll be on the Green Monster tonight uh, out there in Fenway. Uh, 4 and 2 with a 334 ERA. And, and looking at this right now, uh, looking at the, uh, the Bet Rivers line, I'm seeing. Right now, nine over minus 106. DraftKings, uh, nine over 105. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, 
but I'm still, I hate getting off of a, a solid, like a regular line, like a seven, a solid number seven, eight, nine, and going to the half and then having to get the extra run there. So it's a stay away there. They score a ton of runs, the Blue Jays. They score a ton of runs in Fenway, the, the Red Sox do. Uh, but I just, I don't like the fact that it moved to nine. So if you can find an eight and a half, take the eight and a half. That's where I like it. I mean, I just see some tens there earlier in the day. That was cray cray. I mean, sometimes when you got the Blue Jays involved in the game, especially at the at Fenway Park where a lot of runs can be scored on a hot summer night, uh, you're going to have totals that, that will move a lot, that will start at nine and go to 10, 10 and a half, that will start at eight and go to nine, nine and a half. Uh, but that's where it's sitting at nine, even though it went up to 10 earlier today in some places. Uh, but I would not go over eight and a half there. So there you go. Padres bets over six and a half. Up to seven, Rangers Athletics over seven, Guardians White Sox over eight, Blue Jays and Red Sox over eight and a half. And I would take that up uh, to nine uh, if you could get it there. But that's that's kind of that's that's the push right there. That's a different situation uh, like we discussed. And we got golf action for you. Golf action in the three ab. I made two plays. I actually hosted the look ahead last night in for Scott Seidenberg and Visa and Gavies on my show, uh, the Detroit City Cast as well. You've got some very interesting things happen happening at the 3M. You know, Scott Piercy was the round one leader uh, along with Sun JM. Things are starting to move right now. Scott Piercy is five under on the day, and he's up to uh, 11 under uh, when it comes to uh, the the lead right now. Emiliano Grio had a nice uh, round today. He was six under and is uh, 10 under overall. But I had a couple plays that I made last night, and. I, Callan Tarum is, is a, a guy that I took uh, before the tournament. He had an eight under day. He was minus eight after being even par 71 in the first round. I got him at 101, but I made two plays last night. Chesson Hadley at around 45 to one. Uh, Hadley was is two under so far today. He's still on the course. Shot a 68 on day one. He's five under, so he's six off the lead. And we'll see how inflated that lead is going into the weekend and not the, the strongest of fields, that's for sure. And then also made a play on Grayson Sig. Grayson Sig at 75 to one, and he's three under on the day. He finished uh, four, or excuse me, four under overall. So a nice 68 for Grayson Sig. He moved up eight spots, and he is minus four, seven off the lead. And it's all about moving day on Saturday. So feel good about the plays I made last night. And for the tournament, I also have Brendan Steele, uh, who is not really doing what I would like him to do. Uh, but I got Brendan Steele at a pretty good price, uh, around 45 to one. And then you look at what uh, my guy, Cal Tarab, did today. The Englishman has been playing some good golf. He was a 33 spot so far. 33 spots so far uh, at minus eight after starting the day even par with a 63. So I love that. So Tarab, I got him at 101. Grayson Singh watched these guys over the weekend. Chesson Hadley, 45 to one. And then JT Poston was a pre-tournament bet. He's hanging around up six spots, tied for 31st. He was two under on the day. He's two under for the, the 3M uh, championship and could have a nice day tomorrow. I like this course fit for him. So we'll see what happens with JT Poston. The Visa Summer Special is here for only 19 bucks. You get everything Visa has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, gotta love that, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. Go out the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only 19 bucks to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. We'll talk with my man, Derek Cardi, Major League Baseball, NFL fantasy and betting analyst. Coming up next, Daily Chip for Story about Tony on My Guys and Desert on Beeson, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the segment of My Guys in the Desert presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. Whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zinn nicotine pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Dan Leach here in for Stormy Bonatoni on my guys in the desert. We're getting ready to talk with uh, my man, Derek Cardi, Major League Baseball and NFL fantasy and betting analyst. We're going to get into a little baseball action as the All-Star break is fully over. We're back in swing here. And, and as I mentioned uh, at the start of the show, being here in Motown uh, with the Detroit Tigers, they split that doubleheader against the uh, the, the uh, A's yesterday, and they have no Friday game. I mean, I can't remember the last time ever except for like a weather postponement or some crazy you know situation that's happened in a different uh, you know, city that there's not been a game played on a Friday or a Wednesday. Everyone plays on Fridays and Wednesdays. Major League Baseball with the late start of the schedule. Tigers had to travel back to play Minnesota for two games where the Padres are playing three. But let's welcome in Derek. Uh, Derek Carney joins us here on My Guys in the Desert. What's going on in this fine, sizzling Friday, Derek? Uh, not much. Thank you very much for having me on. Appreciate it. It's my pleasure. And we got some baseball to discuss here. And I'm excited about the second half. I feel like we're gonna have a very some very interesting storylines as we get set to, you know, steam towards the playoffs. And I wonder just how as we get out of the all-star break, how you're feeling about the second half in general. Are there any teams or, or you know players you're kind of tuned in to look for before we get to your best bets today? Yeah, uh, the the Braves and the Phillies have super easy schedules the rest of the way. So I like some of their their futures odds. You know, they both have uh, quite a few uh, interdivision series against Washington, against Miami. And then most of the teams that they're facing out of the division are weak teams. You know, they, they face teams like Pittsburgh and uh, Arizona. And it's it's a very easy schedule for both of these guys the rest of the way. Uh, the Braves project uh, by my system to win 70% of the rest of their games. Phillies not too far behind that. And so I think both of them are definitely uh, sleepers. Philly, you can get 35 to one to win the World Series right now. And they project for the third best record the rest of the season. You know, they'll, they'll probably still come in with a wild card spot, but uh, I think their chances of actually getting the postseason are pretty good. And so 35 to one for them seems really good to me. Yeah, I like I like the Phillies, but I love the Braves, so I'm all with you on that. And that'll be interesting. This is a good time to get some value bets in before teams start getting hot, and then those odds can go way down as far as the futures are concerned. Uh, full card today, except for my Tigers, obviously. Uh, what's going on with you today and your best bets for Major League Baseball? I know there's a couple games that you're ruminating about uh, that you feel pretty good about. Yeah, uh, there's a few underdogs that project pretty well today. It's it's a common theme, you know. People don't like to bet on quote unquote bad teams, but 
that's why there's edge because the lines are kind of shaded in the other direction. And so the Kansas City Royals and Cincinnati Reds and the Oakland A's in particular today project as uh, pretty solid bets. You know, you're getting them all. Um, you know, the, the Reds were, when I looked a couple hours ago, plus 130 and projects as a coin flip game. So it's uh, it's some really good odds here on all three of those teams. You know, let's talk about uh, some props today. And I think that it's important that people understand. I mean, a lot of people just bet straight baseball. Derek, nothing wrong with that. But there is a lot of value, especially in the legal betting apps where I'm at in Michigan, Pennsylvania, et cetera, where you can do same game parlays, you can do player props. There is such, a, you know, value in taking some of these numbers. Because as you mentioned with the lines that you projected with the Royals and Rays and Reds and Cardinals and others, there's a lot of weak things out there that you can jump on. I know you got a couple props today uh, with a, a certain pitcher. Yeah, Logan Webb's props today look really good to me. The lines have have already moved quite a bit since this morning. I like them a lot more this morning where they were. But Logan Webb is facing the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're the best team in baseball by a lot. Uh, Logan Webb is taking a park downgrade. He has the most extreme hitters umpire in all of baseball calling pitches for him today. And so I think both his pitching outs prop and his strikeout prop, I would take the under on on both of those, uh, especially at the odds you could get him at before, but even the odds they're sitting at right now are still pretty good given how he projects in this matchup. I like it. And uh, I know you had a couple leads you wanted to get into. And one of these games, I have a, an over on. And I want to see where you're you're leaning towards a, a game with a kind of a, a moderate underdog against one of the best teams in baseball. And I like where your head's at on that as well. Uh, yeah. Are we talking the, the Kansas City Royals here or which team? We're talking the O's. The O's against the Yanks. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the Yankees are great. Like, I'm not going to say the Yankees aren't great, but the Yankees are also first overperforming a little bit. And they're also the Yankees. They're the most well-known team in the world. Like right. everyone knows the Yankees are good. And people think right now that they're probably a little bit better than they actually are. And so I have no problem betting an underdog against the Yankees here. Tyler Wells is a pretty solid pitcher. The O's have been one of the more profitable teams against the spread this year because people don't like betting on them, and that's the way the lines are shaded. And so uh, O's at plus 135 today look like a pretty strong bet to me. Yeah, it just seems like the perfect – by the way, my man Ryan Mountcastle, but it just seems like the perfect kind of spot starting a series after the All-Star break. Uh, you know, for the Orioles, obviously the Yankees went down in flames in, in the doubleheader to the, the Astros yesterday. It just seems like this is the kind of spot that everyone's going to load up on the Yankees nationally because, you're like you said, a very public bet team. But the O's get the job done, win it 5-3, to 5-4, to four, and break a lot of Yankees fans and Yankee betters fans' hearts. Uh, before we get into some MVP talk here and the markets on those, I just wanted to quickly ask you about my Detroit Tigers. I mean, Al Avila getting a lot of hate here in the Motor City. Uh, A.J. Hinch getting some as well. The Tigers have well underperformed. Do you see any light at the end of the tunnel, or is this really an Al Avila, the GM's problem? Because obviously things are not moving forward after five-plus years of a rebuild. Yeah, it's. I don't think they're as bad as they've performed so far this year, but they are one of the weaker teams in baseball. There's just a severe lack of talent on this roster, and ultimately that does come down to the general manager. You know, he he needs to put a competitive team on the field, and the Tigers don't have that right now. You know, there's you know there's potential for the future here, but uh, right now this is not a very good team. <laughs> No, and the and Derek, the offense is garbanzo beads. They rank basically 30th or 29th or 28th yeah. in all the major categories. It is the bullpen's been pretty good, and so is Tarek Skubal and a couple other starting pitchers at times have been good. It is rough uh, and lean times here this season, at least in Motown. Uh, let's talk about not lean times when it comes to AL MVP and NL MVP, uh, you know, faves right now. Everyone knows, as you mentioned, with the Yanks public bet team, Aaron Judge has been, you know, ruling the court, no pun intended. Uh, but Shohei Otani has become the favorite minus 110. I know there's something like Jordan Alvarez, Mike Trout at 14 to one. Uh, where do you think the value is right now? And is it on Otani, even though you're laying minus 110? I mean, I think Otani is, is probably going to wind up being the guy. You're not getting particularly great odds on him. There's nobody in particular that I'm like, yeah, the odds on him are great. Uh, you know, Vlad Guerrero Jr., uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., uh, plus 6,000. Maybe the guy, if I were going to lay some money down on it, but... Ultimately, I think the top of the heap is is kind of priced pretty fairly. 
Yeah, I'm with you on that. And it's, it's one of those things where I think there's going to be a lot of money on, on Judge just because of the New York market. But Otani, to me, with all the metrics, and he's just going to have, a, I think, even a better second half than the first half. He should win that. But the NLVP, a little more up there, I think. I mean, Goldschmidt's been incredible. He's even money favorite right now. Machado at 5.5 to 1. Alonzo 10 to 1. Austin Riley 11 to 1. I'll tell you who I like. See what you think about this. And obviously, he got off to a great start last night. Mookie Betts 12 to 1. I know there's so many freaking good Dodgers right now, but any value for Betts at 12 to 1 right now with Goldschmidt being even money is the favorite. Yeah, 12 to 1 seems like a pretty good number for Mookie Betts. One of the better hitters in baseball. The only problem is that he plays on a team that has so many stars. Are are the votes going to be split between him and Freddie Freeman? You know, maybe some sure. of the other guys getting getting a couple, you know, spare votes cast their way. But 12 to 1 seems like a pretty good number. Yeah, and I think you look at uh, maybe even further down the trough right now, uh, when you look at Arenado at 30 to 1, I'm not saying there's a great chance that happens, but that seems like a pretty good price too, because you've got a guy like Goldschmidt and Machado that are where they're at right now. Is there any, you know, reason to maybe kind of throw a little price or a little uh, bet on, on Nolan Arenado at 30 to 1? Because things get going early in the second half for him, those odds are gonna get cut in half. Yeah, it's possible. It's another guy with a teammate like Goldschmidt that I just don't think Arenado is going to be able to do enough to surpass Goldschmidt to to get above him in the voting, much much less sure. win the whole thing. But you never know. Uh, if I was going to take you know a long shot like that, maybe I'd think about laying some money on Juan Soto, uh, forty five to one. And uh, you know, on a team like the Nationals, probably not going to get a lot of votes. But we have the trade deadline coming up in a week. Let's say he gets traded to the New York Mets and then goes crazy in the you know in the spotlight over right. the rest of the season. The Mets make the playoffs. Um, Soto 45 to one seems like a pretty good bet to me, especially considering he's actually the best hitter in baseball. So you put him on a competitive team that makes the playoffs, get some more votes thrown his way. I like those odds for him. Derek, I was all about him in the home run derby and he got the job done even with that Julio Rodriguez incredible show out there in La La Land. Derek, thanks so much for uh, coming on today. Good luck with all your bets. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. appreciate it. And great stuff from Derek Cardi, Major League Baseball and NFL Fantasy and Betting Analyst. Please follow him on Twitter at Derek Cardi. And coming up next here on My Guys in the Desert, I'm going to see if I can fleece him out of some kind of Philly cheesesteak bet. We'll try to get it done with my man Ryan Rothstein, the host of the Philadelphia CityCast. Dan Lee Chip for Story about Tony here on My Guys in the Desert on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. To my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, friends, don't forget a ton of VSIN shows, including this one, My Guys in the Desert, are available as podcasts. Couldn't tune in, missed a segment? Just download the show anywhere you get your podcasts and get caught up with that girl, Stormy Bonantoni, or on days like today without filling in for the great storms. We post the show every day, plus, we'll be putting out bonus mini pods. Every week, subscribe to the My Guys in the Desert podcast now so you never miss a show. Speaking of podcasts, speaking of award-winning podcasts, that would be the Detroit City cast, but also a really good one. Maybe someday it'll win some awards. The Philadelphia City cast with my man Ryan Rothstein, one of my favorite peeps, hosts the Philadelphia City cast and sports radio WIP. Rye Guy, how are we feeling? I'm feeling good, Dan. And listen, you know, the, our show here, the Philadelphia city cast, we're not looking for awards. You know, we're one of those shows that, that, uh, you know, we prefer no awards because it's just, it's just such an elite high level of intelligence required, you know? All right. You played, you played that very shrewdly. I tip my cap to you, Ryan. Lots I want to get into here, including the fact that I, I lost a Coney dog Philly cheesesteak bat with that stupid Michigan Villanova game. I'm going to see if I can fleece you out of like a Liberty Bell bat or at least a replica of it in a little bit. when We talk Eagles Lions week one, but let's start with these Phillies and Cubs. And my dad would love it. If he lived in Philadelphia, it's on Apple TV. He's like, Danny, why are the Tigers games on Apple TV? It's stupid. I'm like, dad, I gave you my login, but the game is on Apple TV today. Big weekend series with the Phillies and the Cubs. Cubs not a good team, but it's big for the Phillies to get off to a good start in the second half. Uh, I know Steele's going for the Cubs tonight. Gibson for the Phillies. Right now, Gibson and the Phillies minus three, 130, excuse me, plus 110 for the Cubbies. The total nine. How are you and how is Philadelphia feeling about the Phillies making a run? In the last segment, we talked about it, uh, you know, the Phillies being maybe some value uh, with Derek um, Cardi on a futures bat or a division bat. Where are you at with the Phillies right now? 
Uh, I'm suckered in. You know, I'm, I'm suckered in right now to this Phillies team, and I say that jokingly, but, you know, the, the town, the city of Philadelphia, Phillies fans, are, they're excited uh, because, as most people know, most baseball fans know, Bryce Harper not in the picture, and he's been, he's been hurt now for going on two weeks. He's going to be out till mid-August, Danny, and, uh, yeah. you know, that's, that's something that is still nerve-wracking because you're missing Harper, you're missing Gene Segura, uh, you were without Ranger Suarez, who's back end starting rotation for 16 days. You're missing Zach Eflin still. So you have key injuries. The center field position is an absolute mess. Nick Castellanos, one of their big uh, offseason acquisitions, him and Schwarber, he's been a disappointment, to put it very kindly. Despite all of that, this team's six games above 500. they They're in one of, if not the toughest divisions, uh, certainly in the National League, with the Braves playing excellent baseball right now, as well as the Mets. Uh, and they have a favorable schedule. Uh, 47 games remaining are against below 500 teams. So if they can just keep this ship afloat until you get Bryce Harper back, until you get Gene Segura back, you feel pretty good about this team, at least finally punching their ticket to the postseason for the first time in a decade since 2011. So right now, since Joe Girardi has been fired, Dan, uh, this Phillies team feels and plays a heck of a lot different. No, they do, and it's it's crazy. It's been ten years. This team is. There's been some good enough Phillies teams in recent years to get in. They're 49 and 43 now to start in the second half. Eight and a half out of the division, just two out of the wild card. Their updated season win total is 86 and a half, which should get you as a, as a wild card. You would think in the NL. Their NL East odds right now 25 to one, and their playoff odds the yes minus 115, the no minus 105. I know you're in Philly. I know what it's like being, you know, sucked in to whether it's the Lions here in Detroit or you know at times the Pistons uh, in the past. Do you think if you had a, a mythical three thousand dollars and you lived in, let's say, Montana, would you take the Phillies to make the playoffs right now and lay the one fifteen? Yeah, I would. Um, I, I would. They're in that third and final wild card spot right now. They won their season series against the St. Louis Cardinals, um, so that gives them the tiebreaker against the Cards. If it comes down to it, obviously, uh, a lot of baseball still left to be played. But this team has surprised me. I mean, they have no business. <laughs> to be completely honest, at 49 and 43. So unless they do a big 180 here, which we've seen that happen, uh, plenty of examples of that happening post-All-Star break for a number of examples on different teams. But uh, I feel good about this Phillies team. They, they've surprised. They've won games that they haven't been able to win in the past. So, you know, I, I think they're going to be able to keep the ship afloat and they're going to be able to uh, make a serious push for the playoffs with that third extra wild card spot, especially. Um, and then especially once Harper comes back. So I really liked it at plus 115. Could find it at even money a couple of days ago. But uh, regardless of the price, even if you have to, you know, lay minus 100, minus 115, if it gets to that, uh, I, I still like the fills right now as a good bet to, to make the postseason. You know, sorry, I misspoke. Eight and a half out of the division, two out of the second wild card. Of course, as you mentioned, the extra wild card, they're tied with the Cardinals, but it's obviously better to be in those first two spots having to win multiple games necessarily. Uh, speaking of winning multiple games, the Eagles, let's get into some Eagles action here. Uh, we're getting closer and closer, less than seven weeks away from week one. Uh, we got to figure out when, you know, it's, I already owe you conies, so maybe this time I'll get you like a uh, life-size Ben Franklin or something that you can go over the Potomac with. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Uh, but the, the Phillies win, or excuse me, the Eagles win total at nine and a half. Their playoff odds, yes, plus or minus 190. No plus 150. Their odds to win the NFC East, a short plus 165. Uh, NFC odds 11 to 1 and Super Bowl odds 25 to 1. Listen, it's Jalen Hurts. It's a big question mark to me. But, you know, getting A.J. Brown, having a lot of talent on defense, uh, we'll get into the week one match with the Lions in a second here. I, I, before we even, you know, knew you were coming on, I was going to talk about the Eagles. I think they're a live dog to be a Super Bowl contender. I'm not saying they're going to get there, but I think people are, are still undervaluing them. 25 to 1 to get there. Am I being nuts? Uh, slightly. Slightly. Slightly ah, nuts. But, I uh, am nuts, though. It's great. Yeah, you listen, you are nuts, and you got to be a little bit nuts, right? Scared money don't make no money, Dan. Nope, we know part that. Of charm. Uh, so listen, I, I can always encourage uh, a, a crazy wager, whether you think it's crazy or not. I'll, I'll support you, my friend. But uh, listen, th there's a lot of reasons for people to talk about the Eagles, whether they're in Philadelphia or not, as a, quote, live dog, as a potential you know, long shot option if we're talking about Super Bowl or even NFC Championship winner. 
because of the offseason that they've had, right? You have to give Howie Roseman a ton of credit. They bring in A.J. Brown. They address a variety of needs on defense. They continue to bolster their offense. It comes down to the quarterback. But, you know, that's that's a big big factor here, right? If I have two or three legitimate questions surrounding my starting quarterback and his future, that's enough for me to be a little bit – you know, walking on eggshells, right? This is a kid that has the intangibles, has the great character, uh, can win you games, is a leader, is a winner, uh, but he's not a good passer from what we've seen thus far very early in his NFL career. Doesn't mean he can't become one, right? right. He can come out here this season uh, and, and clearly have done the work and taken the necessary steps for his progression, all well and good. I haven't seen that yet, right? So I need to see it because what I saw last year was ugly, all right? And I, and I think I can put that nicely just as it pertains to Jalen Hurts, the passer. So I need to see what type of progressions and improvements that Jalen has made. If he does not make those, this is going to be maybe a 500 team. Like, let's not forget. I think too many people are putting too much weight into last season. This is a team last season that finished nine and eight. They get the break speed off them in the first round against Tampa, but it was a happy to be there playing with house money type of situation you you can't put too much too much weight into that this is a new season i know there's a favorable schedule uh in favor of the eagles right now that's been a a big topic of discussion but that can change right it's july uh just because this team went nine and eight last year mainly mainly running the ball does not mean that they can win 10 11 games this year Sure, but listen, Jalen Hurts might be that X factor, and that's the one reason I wouldn't necessarily pull the trigger on a Super Bowl bet yet. But division-wise, I have no trust for the Cowboys. The Commanders have a stupid name, and they're not winning that division either. And the Giants, maybe a couple years away at best, uh, I would definitely take the Eagles plus 165. All right, we got about a minute left here, Rye. Eagles-Lions, week one. Eagles minus four. Are you nervous the Lions have covered six straight home games? Are you nervous of Aiden Hutchinson maybe ending, not in, not in a bad way, but ending Jalen Hurts' season because he's that great? Where are we at with Eagles-Lions week one, and what's our bet? Oh, man. First of all, week one bets always scare me just in general because you know we see it every year. Teams can come out and look great week one or vice versa, look horrible in week one, and that's not obviously how the rest of their story is told that year. So it's almost like the the real official preseason game now in the NFL. So too much uncertainty for me. I can't lay four with the Eagles, at least today talking with you, I would say stay away from it. If anything, I would take the points with the lions. Dan. Hey, smart call. That's why you're a genius, man. Hey, great stuff by you. Look forward to talking with you on uh, the Detroit city guests again, having you on my guys, in the desert again. Uh, keep it going, my man. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Oh, absolutely. Keep killing it, man. Have a good weekend. Thanks so much. Top-level stuff, as always, by Ryan Rothstein. Follow on Twitter at WiseRye, host of the Philadelphia CityCast and Sports Radio WIP, and a heck of a guy. Coming up next, we'll talk a little UFC in London with Lou Finicaro. I'm the handicapper and the host of the Bout Business Podcast. You're watching My Guys in the Desert, Daily Chipper Story about Tony, right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more UFC insight? Check out the First Strike podcast. I hear the producer's pretty great. His name's Britton. Uh, we'll see how great he is, though. Released every Friday, Visa host Dave Ross previews all the biggest MMA, UFC, and boxing action on the weekend. Dave, along with expert fight handicappers, look at the biggest favorites and underdogs on every card and provide their analysis on the best bets of the weekend. Get the insider look at where the money is moving and how to evaluate each of the fighters before you place your bets. Download the First Strike podcast now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. While you are there, catch up on every vsin show as well, including this one. Let's welcome in Lynn Finicar- Lou Finicaro. Lynn, apologies, it's a Friday here. Lou Finicaro, MMA handicapper, host of Bout Business Podcast. Uh, Lou, happy Friday, and we got a nice card in Jolly Old England to get to tomorrow, a little earlier betting action, especially in the West Coast that people are used to, so make sure they don't miss out on making their bets, maybe do it tonight as after we talk with you. Uh, but how, how excited are you for this card in uh, London? It, it's going to be a great card, Dan. I appreciate you having me on this afternoon uh, with you and uh, the crew at My Guys. Uh, a lot of really excellent fights and the main event, a heavyweight uh, barn burner. Yeah, let's talk, before we get into a few fights I want to focus on, including that main event, as you mentioned, with Blades and Aspinall, it should be a, a, an absolute firecracker. I think that's something that's been interesting, and I know people that bet MMA and bet UFC are, are probably aware of this, but maybe some aren't, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. This, you know, there was recent stuff in the United Kingdom, this, you know, the card, this UFC fight cards in the United Kingdom, and it seems like there's a lot of big favorites that are local products that are from the UK, and it just, I want to get your feeling on this, because to me, it seems like there's a lot of overinflated numbers because they're being bet so heavily, because they're kind of hometown favorites. Are, are we kind of seeing that happen with this card and when it happens in the past? Yeah, not only are we seeing it with this card, we're seeing it a little more enhanced with this card because four months ago in London in March, all the locals rolled. And it was my feeling at that time that there was some value fading the locals, and I didn't have much success with it. But it's not deterring me this time because value's value. And I believe in many of the instances where we have local either Liverpool or, or London fighters, we're right. finding inflated line. Yep, so it's definitely something to, to be careful with, and people need to kind of, you know, pick their spots, listen to the experts like you. I mean, you definitely uh, guide me in this kind of stuff. Let's talk about one of the undercard bouts here before we get to the the uh, the top-level fights here. And I know that you you got something on Craig and Volcan, Paul Craig and Volcan here. What are your thoughts on that fight? Well, that's a great fight. Uh, Volkan Uzdemir is a guy that's been tossed to the fire immediately in his career, kicking off with Daniel Cormier when he was still fighting. He's a he's a good, solid striker, uh, but he, he needs improvement in grappling. And it just so happens that they match him up with Craig, comes from Scotland, who's a savant as far as Brazilian jiu-jitsu and grappling is concerned, 
but very uh, limited when it comes to striking. So Craig really allows Ozdemir to be at his best with his striking while Ozdemir allows Craig to be at his best with his grappling. And which way is this going to go? Uh, Craig opened about plus 115. And midweek, I released him when he got to plus 150. He's he's much taller, larger, longer man than is Ozdemir. And he has really bested some top-end light heavyweight talent and been able to sub him, Jamal Hill and Inkaliyev being two of them. And I think eventually he's going to find Ozdemir in the clinch, then to the fence and to the floor. And for that reason, I think Craig is a live dog plus 135 or so where he sits about now. Absolutely love it, Lou. That is uh, the kind of analysis people need when you're looking for good. Because listen, betting favorites, I know people like the parlay favorites and do like these multi-leg parlays with some of the big favorites and mild favorites. You got to find some underdog value and that's where the money can be made in, in UFC and MMA fighting. And, and speaking of the top you know, two fights on this card, I, I want to get with you on Chris Curtis and Jack Herbertson. I mean, we talk about two fights to end the night in the UK. It's going to be awesome. Both, It's going to be a great card regardless, but these two fights, I don't think are going to disappoint. Where are you at with, with Curtis and Hermanson. Yeah, it's going to be a great fight. But the the, diff, the deal here is, is that Hermanson is legit a top six talent in that light in that uh, middleweight division, 185 pounds. And he's earned his way there. He's very, very well-rounded. The issue with Hermanson is he, he doesn't like to get bullied too much. Who'd they give him? A bully. And Chris <laughs> Curtis. The issue with Curtis is that he always tried to break into the UFC, could never get there, and he's always been a lifer at 170. And in uh, November, the UFC sure as heck calls him up, but they need him at 185, and of course he takes it. Now, this is the fourth fight for Chris Curtis since November of 21. That's eight months. That's a lot of action in stepping up in talent each time. And for this one, he gets on a plane and goes across the pond. Situationally, a very bad situation, I think, for Curtis and a very advantageous position for Hermanson, whose original opponent was Darren Till. Now he gets Chris Curtis to come in on short notice. I see advantage Hermanson in a fight line close to a pit. Yeah, this should be a great one. And then, uh, you know, Lou, I have waffled like crazy on the other co-main event. Uh, you know, Curtis Blades plus, around plus 120 now. Tom Aspinall minus 140. Aspinall, the, the local product, he's got a ton of home fans there. I think, to me, Aspinall is the better fighter. He's just more athletic. He overall has the skill set that just is superior to Curtis Blades. And at first, I thought maybe there was some value on that because the line kept moving towards Aspinall. But I'm fully in the Aspinall quarter now. I don't like to lay a, a ton of big money when it comes to a favorite in MMA because there's so many upsets when you think there isn't going to be. But I have no problem laying the minus 140 to be honest, I might even lay up to 160. I think he's worth it. Am I right on the on the target there with the value on Aspinall? Well, we're sure going to find out as far as the way I handicap. I'm going the other way, and I'll tell you why. First of all, Blades is the legit top six talent, and even though there's 20 heavyweights vying for the top, there's only six legit that are worthy for the belt. And the loser of this fight is really going to kind of spin off. For Aspinall, if he spins off, listen, this is a guy just bit, been in the UFC for four or five fights, and, he, and he's yet, as a professional now, to see the third round. Aspinall's totally untested. That said, he is athletic. He's got a well-rounded game, and he's extremely fast with his hands, and that's going to cause Blades some issue. To me, I think Blades sells his soul and utilizes his five-round experience in main events, as well as the fact that he's been in with much better. And he drags this fight to round three and four and takes Aspinall into waters that he's not yet chartered and brings him into hell. From there, <laughs> I think it's blades on top using ground and pound. And I do believe this will be an education process for Aspinall, who in this fight just is jumping up and taking on too much too soon, in my opinion. 
Lou, I love you. Bring him to hell. Listen, I was on Blades right away. Now you're making me go back to Blades. And, and I'm with you with that experience. That is such a key moment. And, and people will say, all right, well, you know, homestanding Aspinall from Salford, you know, United Kingdom. There's going to be a lot of homestanding fans there for him. But these guys are elite fighters, Lou. They're at the top level. I'm not saying they don't hear it, but they can tune that out. It's not like Curtis Blades is going to be, you know, blown away and thrown off by the fans being behind Aspinall. So I think that's another important thing. You don't want to, like we talked about earlier, overinflate the fact these guys are you know playing in front of home fans this is blade's fourth or fifth time in a five round main event he's totally been there before if anything it's potential distraction to the local if you want my sure. opinion on it but it's going to be a great fight and i think blades has to do whatever he can do to not engage aspinall on the feet too long in the early parts of this fight when aspinall is crisp and fresh and sharp Lou, I got about a minute left here. Any other bout you, you're looking at? Any kind of value on maybe a big underdog that we're going to see tomorrow night? Well, the, again, a local, Patty the Batty Pimlet, and he's he's set up here perfectly. They found the perfect opponent for him, but in this opponent, I think you got a well-rounded kid that's got a chip on his shoulder that believed that because they think he's a patsy going to go stand in there and lay down for Patty Pimlet. Uh, Pimlet's minus 250, 260. Uh, that's way too strong for his ability. The other kid, Jordan Levitt, is well-rounded, fights out of Vegas, and is a gamer in this fight. I like Levitt maybe for a smaller bet, straight up at plus 215 or so. And I like that fight to go to decision, another way of betting for Levitt. That's plus 200, Dan. Lou, great stuff as always. You always kill it, man. Thanks so much for joining us. I look forward to talking to you again. And enjoy the, the fights tomorrow night in jolly old England. Thanks so much for having me on. Good luck to everybody. You got it, of course. Uh, let's see if Blades can take Aspinall to hell. He maybe switch my spot again. Been waffling on it uh, back and forth regardless. That's Lou Finicaro. Follow him on Twitter at Gamblu, G-A-M-B-L-O-U. Hosting the Bout Business Podcast. Does a great job on here. That's going to do it for us today. It's been a pleasure as always. Thanks to the whole crew there. Well, my girl story about it, Tony. She'll be back next week. Until next time, keep reaching the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach on My Guys in the Desert on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Have a great weekend, everybody. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 